Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome, everybody, to The Lazy Geeks, Season 2. Now, here are your hosts, Sapien and Nomad. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast of The Lazy Geeks, Season 2. Yes. Yes, we are back for our second podcast of the year. All right, let's stop it. All right, let's be serious. Okay. <laughs> hey, do you think um, the president's wife is pretty? Like a lot of people say she's pretty. I don't think I, so. I th- I just think they say that because she's you know the first lady. I think she's poised enough, you know. But she ain't no she ain't no Jackie Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, Jackie Kennedy was a fox, baby. Well, yeah, but nobody compares to Jackie Kennedy anymore. Um. I think she's poised, but she has that face like she could go ghetto on you at any freaking moment. <laughs> I'm serious. That's Obama too. Yeah. Be completely honest. It's not even a black or white thing. It's just they just look like they they would fuck you up. Yeah. If you start talking shit. <laughs> Obama needs to start fucking some people up for talking shit. Yeah. Cause like, cause everybody goes, oh, she looks so beautiful. I don't think she looks that beautiful. I mean, let's just. Didn't they say like when she was in college, she did a um like a paper on how white people are racist or something? I don't know. I didn't hear that. Wasn't wasn't she a member, a leading member of the Black Panthers when she was in college? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She. Kill six men in a poker game. Because <laughs> uh, um, they say like, oh, you a badass, shut your mouth. Because <laughs> they always say like she's so beautiful and she's so. It's like she's poised, she's refined, she looks like she went to finishing school. But you know what? It's like I don't think she's that beautiful. And but she does look like if she needs to, she will stick you. But you know what? That's okay. That's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like sometimes people need to get stuck. I I agree. Some people people do need to get stuck. But I'm just waiting for um you know a Latina wife to be in the White House. That would just be 
Yeah, but then the White House will become the friggin' friggin' neon green and orange house. <laughs> My wife wants to decorate stuff all colors. Like, all the colors of the rainbow would be represented in the house. Like, what the fuck? Why does everything got to look like an inside of a Skittles bag in the goddamn house? We ain't glad, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Black, white, and gray. <laughs> That's it. That's how much it would be, man. Because it's like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine a Latina woman trying to keep quiet? Like, if somebody made an off comment to her, she'd be like, oh, no, you didn't. You know, it'd be like, I said everyone got to be hood. Yeah. You know, like there are some people. Some. Classic. <laughs> They're not many. I lift my pinky up when I'm drinking some tea. What up? Yeah, well, you lift other things up when you're drinking tea. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what I'm drinking it from. Oh! <laughs> Jesus. That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. But, <laughs> but that's its charm. <laughs> if you want to call it that, sure. Hey. That's his child. <laughs> so basically, we've come to the conclusion that Michelle Obama will choke a bitch if she needs to <laughs> that bitch. I'm completely honest, though. I want a president, not like that, but I want a president that, oh, that has his feet up on the desk. Just just enough disrespect <laughs> to make it cool. You know what I mean? You don't always got to be like a stuck-up bitch. Like, come, come, to the, come to the press conference and go, you. <laughs> you know, snap your fingers, you. Like that. Like, you're running this shit. You're not, um, um, next question? Fuck that. You're the president of the United States. Hey, you, no? Why fuck off then? You. You know? Like, you don't want to get up? If I point at you, you get up in half a second. And, you know, everybody always worries about, oh, bad press. You don't want to get the bad press. Fuck the press. Because, because you know what it is, though, is that when you get into that, when you get that groove, people will watch it on TV and will probably think, you know what? Dude's got it right. People right. will respect you for that, not being nice and placating to everybody. No, people get tired of that. They want to see somebody get real. Uh, you know, when he's mad, he get mad. Like I see, I saw a fucking this one. I forget the questions and shit. Kept pressing and pressing. And Obama was very diplomatic. You know, just kept dancing around it. You know, and it was legit too. I can't remember what it was. He just he he answered it. They just didn't like the answer. And um, I want him to be like, hey, you fucking hear what I just said? Shut the fuck up. Your time is done. I, Sit the fuck down. I would like to hear somebody go – if they keep pressing, go, okay, you know what? You're done. Next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't even have to be an ultra dick about it. It's like, no. You're, no. you're done. No, no. Sit down. You're done. And then just go to the next person. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to be that guy. Like hire me to do that for the president. You just need to be sitting there, arms crossed for the thing. As soon as I see the president getting kind of like, uh, I go, you? Fuck off. Leave. <laughs> Right now, no, leave. Don't come back. No, no, don't stop at the water fountain. No, you'd be the presidential bouncer. <laughs> you know that free coffee in the front? Don't fucking touch it. Get outside. I get to see you as a press secretary sitting in front of the stage, sitting there. You got like a like a bagel or whatever in front of you. You got the newspaper up. Everybody's trying to ask you questions. You're just like, shit, wait, wait, wait. Get <laughs> yeah. up on yeah. the table. Shit. Like, wait, 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 wait. God, I love Foxtrot, man. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even important. <laughs> You're reading the fucking comics. Wait, 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 wait. I'm reading this Brenda Starr. Wait, I gotta, gotta see this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, go, oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> wait, isn't Brenda Starr a porn star? No, that was a, that, it was a comic. Brenda Starr. <laughs> you rocking your brain for <laughs> You know he's gonna be Google searching that Rachel, shit. Rachel Starr. Rachel Starr. I think it's Rachel Starr. Something Starr. Ringo Starr? Of course. I hope not. 
Let's move on. Let's move into the news. The why is this news segment? I introduced it. Uh, well, my why is this news is uh, Richard Dick Winters passed away in uh, Campbelltown, Pennsylvania, after battling Parkinson's disease for several years. Since he was a private man, he didn't want his death announced um, announcement released until after the funeral. Why is this news? Because this man is the shit. Yeah. Okay. In 2001, HBO miniseries Band of Brothers – Winter, Winters was played by Damian Lewis, and the fact-based series also featured Michael Fassbender and David Schwimmer. Winters became the leader of Company E, the 506th Regiment, 101st Airborne Division, also known as Easy Company, after the de death of the company commander during the invasion of Normandy on D-Day. In 2004, speaking to CNN about the invasion, he said, Basically, you were saying, this is it. And as platoon leader, you were saying, I can't let my men down. And you, as you looked down, it took your breath away. You were looking at this, at a site no man has ever seen before or since. You were looking at about 7,000 ships, about 4,000 landing craft, and over 250 battleships. The men Winters led expressed their admiration for their company commander, including William Garnier, 88, who said, uh, when he said, let's go, he was right in front. He he was never in the back, a leader personified. Edward Heffron, 87, called Winters one of the greatest soldiers he ever served under. He was a wonderful officer, a wonderful leader. He had what it, he had what you needed, brains and guts. Winters is survived by his wife, Ethel, a daughter, son, and grandson. This man is the mold of what was called the um, the greatest generation. Sapien. That dude is the shit. Seriously, dude. I mean, you just and he had class too. He had a lot of class. You just never. I mean, just to be like, out the front, just just all types of stuff like that. I mean, it, just just a real hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the band of brothers was the shit. Yes, I got that on the DVD. That shit is awesome. So I guess I'll uh, follow that with some PSP two news. <laughs> Sony is coming out the gate pretty strong with some with some equally strong words about their upcoming PS2. So Sony says the PSP2 is as powerful as the PlayStation 3. Wow. Yeah, I know. The company will reveal the first real details about the PSP2 in Tokyo on January 27th. I neglected to find out where in Tokyo, but somewhere in Tokyo they will say some details about the PSP2. And also plans to say more, or I'm sorry, also plan to say more at GDC and E3 as well. Only time will tell if they're telling the truth or not. If the PSP2 is truly as powerful as the PS3, then there's really only one question, man. Why is my PS3 so much bigger than a PSP2 is going to be? <laughs> I mean, that if if I can get a handheld device that's as powerful as the PSP, PSP3, it's done and done. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be amazing. I don't imagine it would be as powerful as that because then what's, yeah, the point, be... what's the point of getting a PS3? Yeah, because you could hook the old PSPs up to your TV. Yeah. So if you make a handheld as powerful as a console, then everyone's just going to buy that. Yeah, and plus imagine how fucking heavy that thing's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, uh, where are you going, man? I'm going to the gym, go work out. Why? I got to take that PSP2 on a plane. Man. <laughs> <I can> fucking... <laughs> yeah, that'll be considered a carry-on. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time for the rundown. All right. Well, my win for the week is the hacker collective known as Fail Overflow for successfully hacking the Sony PlayStation 3, allowing them to do what you used to be able to do on the PS3 when they first came out. But then they decided to change the deal and no one had a say in it. When I mean decided to change the deal, I mean when Sony released the original PS3, you were able to use different operating systems. However, they changed it and your PS3 would not work unless you had their firmware update, which is uh, stuck in the craw of many people who bought a PS3 strictly for that reason. Sapien. Yeah. I remember I was so excited when they put Linux on the PS3 yeah. and then literally the month I finally had the money to buy a PS3. We will no longer support. I was like, oh, Sony, you cruel, cruel bitch. <laughs> it was just horrible, man. But uh, good on the – and I heard that uh, that hack is on the hardware level too. Like yeah. they can't fix it with just a, yeah, it's not a, fr- a firmware update. update. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I know whoever downloads that to try it out. <laughs> wink. Anyway. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> On to more pressing matters. <laughs> Add another game to my need to review list. Champions Online by Cryptic Entertainment is jumping on the free-to-play wagon like everyone else. <laughs> I, think, I think sooner or later it's just going to be wow. That's all the only one you're going to have to pay for. Here's a quote from John Needham. And STO. And STO, yeah. Star Trek Online. John Needham. I like that. I like that name. John Needham. He needs some ham. Like, I just, I don't know. I dig that. He's also the CEO of Cryptic Studios. (laughs) It's a genuine pleasure to be able to announce our release date for Champions Online Free For All on January 25th, 2011. Any gamer or would-be superhero can play within the ever-improving world of Champions Online for no cost. (sighs) So this is a great move for, for Cryptic in my opinion, because Champions Online has received lackluster reviews since release, and with the upcoming release of DC Online, a similar title with a much larger (laughs) built-in fan base, they may just save the sinking ship. Because if you look at, uh, for instance, Lord of the Rings Online and Dungeons & Dragons Online, uh, both from Turbine, both excellent games, um, once they went free-to-play they're reporting that their player base tripled. Yeah. Yeah. Because people can play it now and then go, Oh, this is actually pretty sweet. Yeah. And then go ahead and, um, and actually buy, pay for the, Oh, this is either throw, either throw some money. You could throw and, and champions by the way, is doing it the same way. Lotro is doing it where you could throw some money into the store or you can, you can become like a VIP member and pay the monthly fee again. Mm-hmm. Like they used to have. And then you have access to everything. So it's like a choice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, do you want to play it free with a couple restrictions? Do you want to pay for it? Do you want to fucking not play it? Do you want to whatever? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because anytime you do a game, you know, always oh, the first couple of levels are always bullshit anyway. You know, anytime you start. It's like tutorial yeah. shit. You know? And so, you know, it's kind of good if you get through the tutorial and you start getting to the to the good shit. You know, like, going, you know what? Yeah, I'll pay for this. It, it makes sense. So keep a lookout. For my champions online review, I'm gonna give it give it a few days playtime in between my friggin' grinding my Lord of the Rings deeds. <laughs> yes. Oh, and working on the podcast. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> somehow comes in there on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> last minute. Uh, 
Well, my fail of the week, this is kind of related to my win of the week. My fail of the week goes to Sony for suing the hacker collective known as Fail Overflow. For... Nomad, Nomad was very proud of this, by the way, <laughs> that his fail and win coincide with each other. Uh, they, for successfully hacking the PlayStation 3. Does my fail stop there? Oh, no. Oh, no. It doesn't. They include the original iPhone jailbreaker, George Holtz. Hots, Hots, whatever, Hots, I think it is, in the lawsuit too. What the? Why not? Just toss him in yeah, there. What the? Whatever. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Hots is a uh, Hots, Hots, whatever his name is, attorney. In the legal argument on Wednesday, said the case is not about Sony Computer Entertainment America attempting to protect its intellectual property or otherwise seek bona fide relief from the court. Rather, it is an attempt for Sony to send a message to any would-be individual that's attempting to use any hardware it manufactures in a way that it, that it does not deem appropriate. will result in harsh legal consequences, irrespective to any legal basis or authority for such action. Sony claims that uh, he violated the PlayStation Network Terms of Service and User Agreement. As a sworn affidavit from Hotz stated that he never set up a PSN account in the first place. And as for allegations that uh, Hotz was financially benefiting from his activities through a PayPal account, the hacker pointed out, the hacker's attorney, sorry, actually pointed out that he expressly tells people not to give him donations on his website. And the only evidence presented to the contrary was a transaction initiated by Sony itself. Sony, though, it's marked, uh, quote here, Sony, though, it's marketing of the PlayStation computer has touted its versatile ability to do more than play video games, the response reads. And yet this is the crux of Sony's argument as to why the system cannot be treated like a computer that it is. The PlayStation computer has the ability to play films on a Blu-ray on Blu-ray discs and other media, and it has the ability to access the Internet and play music and a myriad of other features. All of those additional features can be enhanced and the, at the end user's ability to install and run third-party software on the PlayStation computer. Instead of pointing out the possibilities in innovation and enhancement to the PlayStation, Sony has instead chose to quote Internet chat boards and other on authenticate unauthenticated hearsay <laughs> that was a hard word uh hearsay sources to demonstrate the truth quote unquote of the matter asserted that jailbreaking the playstation computer has no use other than to play pirated copy right protected video games sony has taken a maneuver from the apple playbook when apple went after the guy who got that prototype iphone who found it in a bar and uh Maybe you should keep control of your shit yeah. before you start suing everybody that finds things. Seriously. But, uh, you know, of course, Sony hasn't resorted to those Gestapo, Gestapo type tactics that Apple did in that case. But I can't wait to see, uh, Microsoft sue everybody that jailbreaked everything they ever made. <laughs> uh, Sapien. Uh, they'd be suing me. Um, I think it's just ridiculous. I mean, they're suing and, and just throwing that iPhone dude into it. It's just proving they're just trying to save face. Yeah. They have egg on their face. They are embarrassed. You know, because Sony's security for the PS3 up till now was the shit. I mean, you couldn't get it to do anything. Now, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, Sapien, what about your fail of the week? <laughs> Pierce Morgan, host of upcoming show Pierce Morgan Tonight, 
on CNN. And a subject of ridicule on this <laughs> on this podcast. Because I don't know who the fuck he is. I still don't know who he is. <laughs> on CNN has made it very clear that he doesn't like Madonna. Not that anyone really cared to know, but he told us all the same. Now he shed some light on why. When pushed by Access Hollywood's Billy Bush, by the way, Billy Bush is an epic name. I just want to say that's a porn name. Um, Morgan was quoted to say, Madonna and I, we've never seen, we've never really seen eye to eye, Pierce says. Uh, there was a bread roll throwing incident in London in the mid nineties. There was an incident at a hotel in south of France at the Cannes Film Festival involving a photographer and a bodyguard. There's been an incident involving a pub owned by her recently departed husband, Guy Ritchie, where my brother was the manager. Still don't care. I'm reading this and I don't care. <laughs> Why is this fail for the week, you may ask? I know who Madonna is. <laughs> I didn't have to Google Madonna when I heard her name on the TV. Pierce Morgan is certainly not going to make any friends by showing that he's holding a grudge for that long. Wasn't Madonna a pretty wild character back then anyways? I think we all can see that his show is going to be a giant waste of time. And who the fuck is Pierce Morgan? <laughs> that should be what we titled this podcast this week. Who the fuck is Pierce Morgan? <laughs> it was like, uh, if any of you listened to last week's podcast, I did a, uh, we did a, uh, parody of, uh, Pierce Morgan's, uh, promos for his upcoming show next week. And, uh, one of the first questions out the door from Sapien was, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> And I don't care if other people know who he is. I don't know who he is. And I, I mean, people can say it's an ego thing. <laughs> oh, you can rattle off a name and, and I might not know the name, but you'll explain who it is. I'm like, Oh, okay. I have no fucking idea who this person is. Like, that's pretty rare. You know, he's a British douchebag. That's pretty much all that really needs to be said about this guy. You know, he's a douchebag because he doesn't spell his name right. <laughs> he's, he's Pierce, but he spells it P-I-E-R-S. He's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who does stuff like that, douchebag. It's like people that's, um, oh yeah, I don't use, uh, an I, I use a Y or throw in too many E's to spell their name. You know, it's like, it's like what? Like people that spell Cindy, you know, the regular C-I-N-D-Y. You know, spell it S Y N or S Y D N E E. Uh, all right. Well, now I think it's time for a break. Douchebag. <laughs> so uh, we'll have some main topics and a review for you when we return. So we will be right back. We meet our hero reading a letter from his true love, Princess Peach. Mario, Koopa has abducted me. Oh my god. I was like, minding my own business when he plucked me right out of bed. You think living in a castle, I would have a better security, an alarm, guards, a freaking string on the door tied to some cans. But, uh, oh well, in any case, I need you to come save me, so hop to it. Signed, Peach. She's plucked from her bed, but has plenty of fucking time to write a letter. Shit. Mario arrived at the first castle and destroyed the mutated turtle inside, but all was not well. Thank you, Mario. But our princess is another castle. Oh, well, okay. I'm happy you're safe. I'll just keep looking, I guess. Whatever castle Mario reached, whatever foe slain, it was never the princess. Yeah, thank you, Mario, but uh, our princess is another castle. Shit. And again. Gracias, Mario. Pero nuestra princesa está en otro castillo. What the fuck? And again. Thank you, Mario, but our princess is in another castle. Son of... Wait, why are you wearing a dress, dude? 
don't judge me. And after so many failed attempts to find his lost love, Mario finally came to terms with his emotions. Thanks, Mario, but uh. <laughs> Let me guess. Our princess is in another fucking castle. How many fucking castles are in the Mushroom Kingdom, anyways? Was it buy one get one free at fucking Castle Mart one day, and I missed the fucking sale? And how many broads are getting abducted on a daily basis here? Every place I've been to, there's a new fucking chicken shackles. Hell, there was even a dude in drag. Oh, and how many goddamn villains live in this kingdom? Everyone always says this is the happiest place in all the universe and shit, but there are more blonde bitches in dire circumstances than an O.J. Simpson family reunion. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck the Mushroom Kingdom. Fuck Princess Peach. And fuck everyone else in this fucking place. Except Toad. He was always cool and never failed to get that real good chronic. I'm fucking done. If anyone sees Peach, tell her the kid isn't mine and she can't prove shit. And the noble Mario was never heard from again. And we're back. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so. What? What? <laughs> Uh, so this week we're going to, we're going to talk about this because I kind of thought whether we should or not, but then I thought, you know, this was such a, this is such a big thing and it, it really was something that we should just touch on. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it can go into a complete and utter rant on really. You had to go and touch your shoe there. Uh-huh. Had to go touch your shoe. I was, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just sitting here. Uh, but, um. Oh, oh, because I don't, I don't, um, I don't like when people say touch on things. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking weird. I don't yeah, know. I know. Little quirks. <laughs> I just feel like, why would you touch it? It doesn't. Where'd that figure of speech come from? <laughs> Stuff like that. But this is a serious topic, so we're not gonna go into and my narcissism. <laughs> we didn't want to. Uh, we everybody knows about the the just the chaos that happened in uh, in Tucson, Arizona, and. Uh, I didn't necessarily want to sit there and report the news on it or discuss, you know, things about it. We kind of wanted to discuss, or I kind of wanted to discuss the media's firestorm after uh, after the shooting that happened last Saturday. Um, and, uh, you know, I know, you know, Sapien, you know, Arizona's your your hometown. Well, not home, hometown, but you've been. It was my pit stop before pit I got to California. California. It was his detour. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, that's how pretty much Phoenix started. Really, <laughs> like, oh, we're in Cal. We're not. Oh, fuck, it's hot. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> um, no, I'm. It's first. It's, it's tragic. It's horrible what happened. I mean, it's it's your. But on, if you really look at it, it's a basic case of some nut job went crazy. Yeah. You know, and and shots a lot of innocent people. You know that. Nine-year-old girl, yeah, passed away. That was that was really you know, that's tragic. I mean, and I'm happy that um, the representative, what's her name, like Gabrielle something. Yeah, she um she's stable now, right? Well, she's not. She's starting. She's breathing on her own. She's actually moving, uh, moving her ha- arms and legs without, you yeah. know, she's she has bodily control. But you know, now it's just determined on how much. Mental yeah, capacity. but they're slowly weaning her off all the drugs and stuff like that, which is a good sign. So, hey, she's never gonna tell her mental capacity if she's drowning in drugs. Right. Um, my my biggest pet peeve is just right now it's that, and I knew it too. Once it was a you know a Democratic candidate, you know a Democratic representative 
this shitstorm was going to come, but I didn't realize how bad it was going to go. I mean, like, you know, there, there were quick, and even from the, the day it started, and this was my problem was that nobody, the sheriff of, uh, in Arizona, uh, he was the first to state that it was political when they had, hadn't even gotten the guy, when they got the guy and the guy wasn't even talking. He was first to say, and what does the media do? In traditional media fashion, they jump with it and they roll with it. But then mm-hmm. after they have this heated discussion at the very end, very quickly go, well, let's, let's just say that it hasn't been proven that he's that it was politically motivated. Yeah. We just drilled politically motivated into your skull for 15 minutes. Yeah. But we're going to quickly tell you that it wasn't. Yeah, we don't we don't know why he did it. But yet um, we're going to assume that he was uh, allegedly like yeah. real quick. Alleg- going yeah. Allegedly at the end, yeah. you know, you know that uh in, and I was like, and with stuff like that, I just think people need to calm the fuck down. We don't know why this guy did this. And the, to be honest, whatever. It's more logical to assume he did it because he's a fucking nut job. Yeah, what happened to being crazy? Yeah, you can't just be crazy anymore. Yeah. It can never be the person's, the person's fault. fault. Yes. Ever. It always has to be something else. Some grand scheme yeah. that, that turned him to be that. No, he, we're going to go 1950s. Mm. And we're going to say he's a fucking nut job. That's it. Yeah. Society, we as a society need to find someone to blame. God forbid a person does something on their own. This is like when uh, Columbine, yeah. when they blamed Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that it was his fault. Yeah. That's what it is. It's stupid. Yeah. And they man. played violent video games and they saw violent movies. You know what? Here, Here's my thing on this. So did every other American yeah. kid. Yeah. I, you know, I lost my I lost my mom when I was 19, and I lost my dad when I was uh, 23. One, my mom I lost a month before my birthday, and I lost my dad a month after my birthday. So I've known some other people that have lost only one of their parents, kind of the same way I did, and they completely lost it. Yeah. So you're gonna it depends on the mental state of the person, yeah. not really the thing. You know, it's just a trigger. Yeah, and it's just like so you're gonna tell me that, um, oh, that these people that kill somebody they came up from a bad childhood, they were abused, they were neglected, but yet how many people out there that are successful, that have become pillars of the community, grew up in that same manner? It's the mental state of the person. No matter what you can put, look at Charles Manson. He got the idea from he thought the Beatles White Album spoke to him. <laughs> and you're going to tell me that dude ain't crazy? It's a good album. It is a good album. What pisses me off and what made me literally almost sick to my stomach is how quickly political groups tried to use this tragedy to benefit their propaganda. Yeah. It was chillingly disturbing. You know, I mean, it's like and what's even worse than that is that they're allowed to do it. Yeah. You know, th- that it's okay. No one cares. You know, it's, that's, that's fine to do that. Fucking, it just, it's pathetic. And one of the things that, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not saying that I'm a, a Sarah Palin fan. The media has such a hard on for this woman <laughs> because everything they try to do is linked to her. Is she, oh, is she running for president? Isn't she? She's not a viable candidate. First, let's under, let's get that through our heads. Anybody who has a reality series and who pretty much was a joke in the last – it would be like Dan Quayle trying to run for president. It yeah. would not work. No. 
you know, and, and this, this is really what people need to understand is that the liberal media runs to her because of something she did. Because, oh, she put bullet points. I just happened to include this other one for an election. Now, are we really going to blame everybody for something? Because, oh, well, I have this propensity to, um, let's just say, you know, to, to like really, really hot women. So it's not because of me. It's it's because of Playboy. It's because of Max. Um, right. It's right. because of Spike TV. They're the reason I'm this way. You know, based on that logic, that also means that anything good about a person can't be their fault either. Yeah, you got to take the flip side. Yeah, yeah. you can't just be negative yeah. stuff. Because then in that logic, and I'm getting kind of philosophical now, if it's only the bad stuff, then that means inherently we're all perfect. Yeah. We're just evilly influenced. Yeah. See, that's that's one of the you're naive and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that gets me is uh, one of the things that that really strikes me in this category is just the 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 gullibility. I understand that some people, yeah, we see people that they join cults and things like that, and we go, how can they join a cult? Well, you know what? They're looking for something to fulfill their lives. Why do women or and men get um, caught up in destructive relationships? Because that's what they're used to. It's part of their psyche. Mm -hmm. But when you have, you know, my mom used to always, um, first thing, if I ever got in trouble when I was a kid, if I ever did something wrong, um, like I, I, I got, I got caught for, uh, taking a couple bucks from my mom's purse. And, uh, you know, you wrong. Are you taking money from your mom, man? My mom, but the first thing my mom would ask me was who taught you how to do this? Yeah. And And to me, it looked like, and after you think about it for a little bit, you kind of get offended because you think, wait a minute, am I not smart enough to think of this on my own? Yeah. You know, and <laughs> hey, moron, who shows you how to do this? And I started to look at it and I started realizing that both the two party categories that we have in here, liberal and conservative, liberal is essentially the mother of the group. Oh, my baby would never do this on his own. He had to be influenced by somebody. Somebody had to make him this way. The conservative side is the daddy of the group going, you know what? You fucked up. And more to the point, nur- the nurture. There's a nurturing side yeah. and a disciplinary side. Yeah, and that's kind of I've always seen that too with those two groups. And that's why you can't be purely Republican, purely Democrat, because sometimes you need to be nurturing, and sometimes you need to be disciplinary. Yeah. And when my dad found out about that, my dad was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Much, <laughs> looking at me like, "Why the fuck did you do that?" Never asked yeah. me who taught me that or how did I figure it out. He's like, "You fucked up." He called you a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, he just shook his head going, that's my son. Damn. <laughs> you know you wrong. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see what he's, you know, you know, what he says and then make your assertion. However, everyone disgraces the memory of the people that died and hurt the families of the dead. Let the dead rest in peace and hang the villain for his crime. Not who we think should hang for the crime. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, it's just it's just silly. I mean, and this always happens. It's not just this situation. Anytime something tragic happens, there has to be people who try to use it. it to... It's like the nine eleven controversy. I was just thinking that. Too. Yeah, you know, no, it couldn't be a, a bunch of terrorists seize the planes and crash them in the buildings. No, it had to be our government had to be involved. Uh, 
I would love to see a government official come out when they said that. Okay, <laughs> if we blow up our own fucking most ex- one of the most expensive structures we have. Yeah, we're gonna douchebag. Gonna crash two planes into the. I I want to see the guy who pitched this idea. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here's what <laughs> we'll take two airplanes. Nobody will know. Did he have the tinfoil hat on, or did he take it off? I know, and it's just like so you're, you know, and people who start to like go, oh, well, look at the the little puffs when the buildings start to come down. It's called compression, fuck nut. <laughs> when something compresses, air has to go somewhere. Science is a bitch, <laughs> and you know, disproving nonsense. <laughs> I mean, because like it's like, look, take a plastic bag, set it down, and then press on it. Where's the air going to go? Through the nearest opening. Which the devil takes yeah, it. Which is <laughs> building a window? <laughs> and, then, and then the best one. And that's when basically every time something big happens, okay, there's a string of conspiracies. Now, I've come up with the conclusion that just like a television show, the conspiracies eventually jump the shark. Yeah. 9-11 was when we saw the face of the devil in the smoke. <laughs> Jumped the shark. After that, it was click, and everyone just watched something else. Nobody cared anymore. Everyone was like, nah, I don't know, whatever, the terrorists did it. And no one gave a shit. I don't know if any of you have seen this guy's mugshot. He just looked guilty. I look at him. He looked, he looked guilty about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw this guy's mugshot and he had that kind of smirk, I know I can't be the only one in this country that thought, you know what? You should just pull a bullet in his head right yeah. in there. Done and done. I don't give a shit what his reasoning was. He should be shot. You should shoot him just for creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> and then CNN, if you notice, they put the picture up. They put it up for a while. And then you can see the picture in the center. CNN always says it. They put the picture in the center. And in the background is a blown up image. <laughs> The blown up image in the background was getting closer to you. Like it was zooming in. Like you doing that shit on purpose. You freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, um, but I, I think we've kind of made our point on this. Let's move on. Let's move on to something. something a little lighter. A little lighter, man. We pissed off. Okay. Engadget did a uh, an article directly comparing um, the service plans for the iPhone on Verizon or what it's going to be on Verizon what it, and what it is on AT&T. Let's keep it let's keep in mind though that there isn't there isn't a final data plan from Verizon yet. No, no. This is this is um speculation based on, you know, stuff they already have out and some things they've said. Uh and Engadget is pretty fucking chill, dude. They they don't fuck around. Um <laughs> so, so we'll just start we're just going to start at the top. Work our way down, talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Price of the phone itself. It's the okay. same. It's the same. There's no change. That's because that's come from Apple. Yeah. It's how much the fucking phone is. Yeah. Here's the bread and butter already in the beginning, the data plans. Now, there's a lot of fucking question marks next to the, the Verizon ones, but this is the best possible educated guess based on what they already have. I don't see why Verizon would be like, all their other smartphones are this price, but for the iPhone, we're going to change it. It doesn't make any sense. Let me, But they can look at it and go, okay, people that want the Apple shit will pay anything because yes. they're douchebags. Mm-hmm. So we'll go ahead and give them – so we'll get the unlimited plan for all our Android and all our other smartphones will be $29.99. For you iPhones, yeah. $300. Apple fans <laughs> – 
Apple fans can't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, data plan. So data plan for AT&T, just in case you don't know, $15. 200 megabytes. Jeez. For 200 megabytes, which you would use a in minute, a minute. Yeah. Um, $25 for 2 gigabytes. $45 for 2 gigabytes with tethering. So back in the day, AT&T had unlimited data, and then they switched this fucking tiered bullshit. And AT&T claims <laughs> – I think it's funny. It's very cute. They go <laughs> – well, nearly no one goes over the two gigabyte range. I'm like, yes, because most people aren't fucking retarded, especially if they have AT and T. AT and T is the king or queen <laughs> of it's a queen. Yeah, the king, queen, fucking prince, duke, whatever of hidden charges. Yeah. As soon as you start going over shit, you'll be charged eighteen weird taxes that you didn't see. Yeah. You know. Even people with AT&T don't like AT&T. Um, now, Verizon, like I said, best possible – so don't quote me. If it's not this when it comes out, don't be knocking on my fucking door because I'll shoot you in the face. Don't fuck around. All right. $15 for 150 megabytes. Right there, a little lower than, than AT&T by 50 megabytes, but – $30 for unlimited. That's what they're charging their other smartphones, droid phones, stuff like that. Yeah, I currently pay $29.99 for the unlimited. Yeah. Um, $49.90. I got Boost Mobile, baby. Oh, no, I got like Virgin Mobile, so it's not real cheap. <laughs> um, $49.99 for unlimited with two gigabytes of tethering. So what exactly is tethering again? I can't fucking remember what it is. I don't. I don't even remember. Whatever. That's how much it is. If you, do, if you don't know what it is, you probably don't give a fuck anyway. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, now that's that's the the prices and shit. Let's move on. The rest of this shit doesn't have question marks next to it. Okay, so they know this. Hey, 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 I got a tethering. Tethering is a method of connecting a computer to the internet via a cable. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's to use your capable mobile phone. Use your your phone as a hotspot. Yeah. Okay, so that price is actually pretty chill. 50 bucks a month. I hope that's true because my wife wants one of these fucking things. $50 $50 a month for unlimited um, data with 2 gigabytes. That's only data, though. So that's not talking and shit. Yeah. But that's, we're talking about data because talking on a phone and text messaging is the same for every fucking phone. Okay. So this stuff doesn't have question marks. This is stuff we already know. Okay. Early upgrades available at launch. AT&T, yes. Verizon, no. Now, the reason with this one I didn't really give a fuck is because – there is the upgrades at AT&T is because AT&T had the previous models of the iPhone. Right, and, and Verizon did. Yeah, so there's no real need for that. Yeah, I mean, that's a true statement, but it really doesn't matter. Um, global roaming capability. Now, this this could be important for like business type dudes going to Japan, going to Europe or something. Uh, AT&T does offer global roaming. Verizon does not, but I've heard they don't. They don't provide global roaming for any of their phones, no. so you wouldn't have in any way. Yeah, and with Verizon, I know that they, if you plan to go somewhere, they will. They do have international plans, so if you wanted to, right. if you know you're going somewhere and want to sign, because most people, when unless you're going to Mexico or Canada, when do you really need? When do you go that fast on the fly? You know. Yeah, I know. Like you can't. I don't know. Whatever. But I gotta go to no. Europe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're up tonight. I can't fucking wait. Those are people that have so much fucking money. It don't matter. They'll just use a different phone. Yeah. Um. Simultaneous voice and data on 3G. So that's like you can look at a Google Maps while you're talking to someone on the phone. Now AT&T is a definite yes. They fucking blasted that shit on commercials. I mean they they pretty much are the only one you can do that with. Yeah. 
Verizon, you can't. But if that's important to you, then but the, you know, you know, some people were talking about that, and and most of the people that are bitching about it or that are complaining. Here's the funny thing that I thought: once Verizon announced that they were going to do it, you have people that, and I know a couple of people that hate AT and T, and they have an iPhone. Yeah, because they're so in love with the iPhone. Yeah, they have it, but they hate AT and T. Yet Verizon mentioned about it, and they're like, "Oh man, they don't even have they don't have the talking uh, and um." Um, talk and surf option, man. That I use that all the time. How? Why do you need to be on the phone with somebody when you're looking something up on the internet? Why is that needed? Your phone will die in like five friggin' minutes if you're doing that all the time. Whatever. And no other cell phone provider does that, so I don't really see that as a as a yeah. That's an AT and T thing. But the thing, so that's really important to you. You're only going to be with AT and T anyway. I, but I have. But you know, this week I was talking to my brother-in-law who works for AT and T and has an iPhone. And he works and he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't, he goes in my area, he goes, I don't really have a problem with dropped calls, but he goes, the internet is so slow. Yeah. And. Because everyone's fucking chit-chatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move on to the next one. Wi-Fi mobile hotspot option. This is at Tether and Bit. AT&T's a no. And as I stated before, Verizon's a yes. Uh, the one at, and that's pretty fucking sick for, um, for college students and shit. Yeah. Like you're at, you, you, cause isn't Starbucks, you gotta pay for shit or wherever the yuppie places that people go. No, you can, a lot of those, if you're buying stuff, you can, you can, uh, you can log yeah, in, but you have to log into their thing and. Who wants to buy shit at fucking Starbucks? I, I, anyway. I think like the wireless would be good. Like, here's an example, like, um, Dixie Chick and I like to to go places and stuff like that. And if you go to like Vegas yeah, on the train or something. Yeah, on the train or even in like Vegas where like when we went in Vegas and actually when we went to Comic-Con last year, the internet was cabled internet, was ethernet connected. So you don't have wireless. You could actually just set your phone up in the middle of the room. Yeah, Verizon does charge an extra $30 for that. Um but but you can turn that on and off. You can, too. yeah. You can, you can add if you know your. Like you can add it for a month and then say, okay, now I don't want. Yeah, it. you can add. It's a peripheral. It's not part of the agreement. Like with, um, like with all the smartphones, you have to get a data plan, and uh, you know, with the hotspot, you don't have to. So it's something you can. If you know you're going to travel for a couple of weeks and you know the internet's iffy, you can get it. And then even if you're in your car, you're like, oh, dude, I want to surf the internet. Boom, turn your phone on. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Both of these companies have been talking some shit about this 4G data, HSPA plus slash LTE. I don't know what that is, but it's next to 4G data. <laughs> um, a lot of companies have been talking shit about 4G data. I think that technology is just – it's used overseas and shit. But I just think it hasn't got there in America yet. Like No one wants to use it. Well, no, they're, they're... I, think, I think some of these networks are a little too strained. <laughs> uh, like Verizon's offering the, the 4G LTE, which is basically the 4G Lite. And AT&T um, has been touting um, 4G, but also I think Sprint's the one that's saying we're the only 4G network or whatever. The problem with that is if you actually um, – there was this website that I went to. That was actually showing U.S. 4G compared to actually real 4G, which you get in um, overseas. That's like one. That's like one meg. You know, that it's it. We're not even coming close. Even full 4G here is not even half of what it is overseas. A lot of this stuff is if it's important to you, you would already have not given a fuck about any of these phones anyway. Um, so basically, and then they're doing side by side views. 
Um, the only reason they're doing that is because Verizon's doing their little uh, what, what do they call it? The SC. Oh shit! And they're putting SIM cards in it and shit. Yeah. Like the phone, the phone's gonna work for Verizon networks, so you can have that functionality too. The phone is it's the same phone. Um, the only real difference, it kind of looks like AT and T has a leg up, to be honest, um, with some of the specific stuff like the global roaming capability, the talking web, uh, early upgrades doesn't make that who cares about that. Um, but these price plans, although they're a speculation at this point, if these pricing plans are true, then fuck yeah, man, 30 bucks unlimited for data. I mean, that's a smartphone. You want unlimited. You don't want to be, Fucking fucking around with a limit, dude. Yeah, Dixie Chick um, upgraded her phone like a couple month, like a month or two ago, and um, she was like, she goes, they're offering me a fifteen dollar plan for so many, um, for so many, uh, and she goes, and then there's the up, um, unlimited. I go, unlimited's better, yeah, because you can screw yourself big time on that, especially. And I told her they charge you a ridiculous amount of money if you go over. Yeah, dude. so I go, it's it's worth it because trust me. That's- I mean, basically, my closing comment on that entire situation is I personally think Verizon is going to be better, but I thought Verizon was better than AT&T before they even started talking about iPhones. And the real thing you need to remember, folks, it's still a fucking iPhone. So really, you know, make your choices. Oh, one piece of advice. I brought this up on the website. Um, if you don't jump on it, if you like the newest in technology, don't jump on it now because Apple – Usually releases a new version of the iPhone every year, so they uh, this uh, year might not be any different. So you might want to wait till June or July to see if Apple's going to release a new iPhone. In which case, then you can. Oh, real quick, I forgot. Verizon is going to get um an iPad that is going to be hooked up through their networks. That's kind of that is kind of sick. Um, but I don't like the iPad either. But that's all personal. It's personal. It's personal. I, I don't like Apple. Like I was talking about, you know, maybe eventually I'll get an iPhone. Of course, I got like about an hour ridicule from Sapien, you know. For... And I was being nice. <laughs> I just don't want people, you know, friends don't let friends buy Apple. <laughs> and, cool. I'm just saying. Just to note, he did buy my old iPod. Just saying. Yeah, for 25 bucks, dude. <laughs> and then I gave it to my wife. <laughs> My wife likes Apple because it's pretty. No, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Now, next up is uh, Sapiens going to give a review for um, Outlaws Online. Yep, and you're welcome ahead of time. <laughs> welcome back to my free-to-play MMOs reviews segments. As I said before, we're gonna we're gonna be reviewing. Free-to-play MMOs, give you a quick overview of them so you can, you know, at least know the basics before you go in and, and have to download these large-ass fucking games. The one we're reviewing today is Allods Online. There's no um, option for a monthly charge or anything like that. It's all free-to-play, cash shop. 20 bucks will get you 2,000 um, points in the shop, which they call G-Potatoes. G-Potatoes is the name of the company that runs the cash shop. Um, Allods has had mixed reviews... Um, since the opening. When it first came out, it was really popular. Everyone said, this is the WoW killer. Of course, everything's a WoW killer until it doesn't kill WoW. Um, then, a situation happened with something in the cash shop 
being needed to play the game, and there was no other way of getting it, so then everybody hated the game. And then now you can get the item, which is called incense, in the game now, so everyone's back to going, oh, maybe we should check this out. So, a bit of a rocky start, but uh, let's see let's see what they got right now. On to character customization. Um, it's moderate, more than WoW, but less, less than Lotro. I mean, you, you're going to be able to customize your character, uh, but don't expect to, you know change the shape of things and stuff like that. It's not that, that, not that deep. Uh, the character designs are awesome. Though. I mean, these, these characters look ridiculous. Uh, just a testament to whoever the artist was that did this work. Not too many choices for races. Three for each faction. It's a faction game, uh, like WoW. You have the League and the Empire. There's three races per faction, so... And both faction has a human, which they call something different. But not not too many choices. Uh, on the graphics and sound, top-notch graphics. Cartoony, but it works. I mean, it's just it's real clean looking. It runs pretty well too on uh, a range of computers. Uh, I personally think um, the graphics look better than WoW myself. Uh, but of course, WoW has a lot more uh, diversity because you know it's huge. Um, Mixture of realism and cartoon graphics work really well. A lot of the things look realistic, but then they're mixed with the cartoony, and it, it just works. Uh, the music is great. Music's kind of that overly epic music. Uh, sound effects work, but, I mean, wasn't anything that is going to impress you. On the gameplay, interesting leveling system. Uh, involves, like, a Diablo-like point system. Basically, you have to add points to your uh, stats and stuff. It's old school, but but it's pretty cool. Um, Quest-based gameplay, it has a really good um, story. I I got kind of into it. Um, And it's good to know that I'm not grinding. Uh, Quest overload sometimes, though. As soon as I got out of the starter area and I was in the city, it was just quests everywhere. Um, And so you really got to pay attention to your quest log. Uh, The in-game store, it's pretty extensive. There's a lot of shit, man. It's just nuts how much stuff you could buy on that store. Um, cosmetic as well as purchases that aid your character's gameplay. Uh, the store won't, if you don't spend a lot of money in the store, it's not necessary that you're going to have an overpowered character, but there are a lot of things in there that will aid you. Um, like you can level faster or stuff like that. Um, take that as you will. I mean, if people, some people don't like that, some people don't care. So whatever. Uh, so let's just get to the pros and cons. The good of this game, the three good pros are great graphics, um, the point distribution system isn't original, but it feels fresh. I, th- I thought that was really cool. You don't really see that that much. Um, in-game store is huge. So if you do play free-to-play games and you're not just a cheapskate who thinks that these companies don't need to make money somehow, um, you will enjoy the, the store as they offer a lot of options for you. The three bad things are <laughs> lots of little store items to make your tune better, but not overpowered. Uh, like I said, a lot of people hate that. Um, it, it more concerns endgame than anything else. I mean, leveling's leveling. No one cares how fast you level. But uh, with endgame stuff, especially if you're doing PvP, stuff like that, that's where it becomes an issue. Um, too many quests at times. Uh, that could just be I'm not used to it, but there's there's way too many quests sometimes. you got to really read your, your quest log to figure out what you're doing. I would like to see more classes, class and race options. Um, but you know, that could come with time with an update. You never know what could happen. Basically, Allies Online, free to play, download, uh, AlliesOnline.com. So go ahead and check it out. I, I suggest giving this one a try. This is a pretty, this is a pretty good game. And, alright, so that's, uh, 
going to bring us to our next break. So uh, when we come back, we will have douchebaggery and uh, and epic people. Epic people. <laughs> yes, that's right. I said epic people. Um, so uh, people or did you say people or people? People, not people. People. Okay. People. Clear your throat. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Could switching to Geico save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance? Does a Klansman like hanging Negroes? Quick, get that boy. I sure love hanging Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. All right, welcome back, everybody. So uh to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Thund- welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. I love it. All right, so I think it's high time we get into the douchebag. <laughs> My first douchebag is there's always a guy. There's always <laughs> a guy. Now this is a sad story, but it's also like ah, what a dick. So here here's the story. You're gonna laugh a little bit, but it, it's it's okay because I kind of did okay because I kind of did too, and at the same time I'm like ah, oh, what a dick. Obviously, there's uh, very good people in, Las- in the Las Vegas Police Department, but there is also – oh, this, by the way, this comes from truecrimereport.com. Uh, but there's also a, at least one major league asshole. Uh, that was evidence last week when 13-year-old Takara Davis was walking home from school when she saw one of her friends um, – saw some friends walking ahead of her. Alas, she wasn't particularly attentive when she crossed the street to catch them. She was hit by a car. Takara was rushed to Vegas Hospital – where she had been placed under uh, under a medically uh, a medically induced coma, when she was being moved into surgery, Officer Dickhead handed her mother a <laughs> a ticket for citing her daughter for jaywalking. Officer Dickhead. Never mind that the that this crime was only slightly higher than failing to remove your hat during the national anthem, mm-hmm. and never that the uh, never mind that the girl already learned her lesson about jaywalking when she was hit by the goddamn car. <laughs> she may have had bleeding on her brain, and she may have may have been unable to feel or move her arm or legs on the left side of her body. But in the cop's mind, there's never an inappropriate time to give a little girl a misdemeanor citation. That's right. That's just crime fighting 101. We don't have the name of the cop. Otherwise, we'd present his photo for nationwide ridicule. The Las Vegas PD has had no comments so far other than to privately mutter who let this prick on the job and says <laughs> that the department would never be deliberately in- insensitive. We are hoping that tomorrow makes, makes it, um, makes a full recovery and recover and recover fast enough to attend her March 6th court date. We won't want officer sphincter showing up at the hospital to arrest the girl <laughs> in a coma. <laughs> what a douchebag, dude. I, wow. All right. And, uh, Hi, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> Number two douchebag is uh, be careful. Next time, be careful what alias you use. Um, Mario Metamontes figured during a traffic stop he would conceal his arrest warrant by giving the police officer the name of his cousin, a 25-year-old husband and father who he believed would no, had no scrapes with the law. After all, he's used the name before when in a legal bind. 
But Miramontes' plan backfired badly when it turned out that his cousin also had a warrant on charges that he had fondled an underage relative. Still, Miramontes, 22 of Dallas, felt the error would be discovered when his fingerprints were run at the jail. His parole violation would result in some time behind bars, but he would be released. It didn't happen that way. Instead, Miramontes spent 13 months in, in Dallas County Jail without <laughs> access to a lawyer or court hearing for the entire time before the mistake was discovered. He is now suing the county sheriff, Lupe Valdez, and District Attorney Greg Watkins for ignoring his repeated pleas for help after the 2007 arrest. Yeah, how many times do they hear, no, I'm not that person? <laughs> I thought... I thought his name was clean, Miramontes said about his cousin, Christopher Ayala, before hanging up and promising to call back. He never did. The two men were inexplicably linked in Dallas County criminal justice computers, which listed Ayala as an alias for Miramontes. There, uh, they were believed to be the same person. Jail staff couldn't immediately detect the mix-up because they didn't have Ayala's fingerprints. Ayala had had a clean record at the time. Miramontes said that he called Ayala's family from jail and told them what happened. Shortly afterwards, Ayala turned himself in and um, and was released on bond. Um, his family attorney hired John H. Reed II. Reed said he told prosecutors multiple times over several months that uh, they had the wrong man in custody, but no one did anything about it, he said. Miramontes' lawsuit um, says in his lawsuit that he tried to alert authorities of the um, by writing letters to the judge and to walk-ins and by filing a grievance with the sh um, sheriff's department. In 2008, a letter to Judge Larry Mitchell of the 292nd District Court, Miramontes did not reveal how the mix-up occurred. I was arrested because the police thought I was my cousin, he said in the letter. I do not. I have nothing to hide, and am willing to participate in any DNA testing or ID check that resolves the matter. If you had nothing to hide, you would have gave him your real name in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give a fake name. That's an instant guilty yeah. for anything. <laughs> they could have tried to pinch you on fucking uh, shooting JFK. Serious. Just because you gave the wrong, you could be twenty years old. Just because you gave the wrong name, it's your fault. Miramontes was, has several drug convictions out of Collin County dating to 2003 and had been and out of jail since he was a juvenile, court record show. He also had trouble following the conditions of his probation and parole record show. Uh, he has since served his parole on the drug charges and was discharged, police officials say. When the mistake was discovered, Ayala was reindicted under the new case number and was charged with... Um, Ayala was reindicted um, under the case number and was charged for sexual assault of a child for fondling a female relative at his mother's um, home in 2005. Late last year, he pleaded no contest to indecency with a child and received a deferred sentence of seven years probation. He could not be reached for comment. So the moral of this story, <laughs> be careful whose name you give out when you get arrested. And if you have nothing to hide, give your real name. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Douchebag. Uh, douchebag. Uh, so, uh, what are your uh, two douchebags? <laughs> so, surprisingly, this one is also about someone giving a false name. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, in Great Falls, Montana? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Authorities in Montana say a man who had three outstanding warrants for his arrest gave officers a false name during a traffic stop. But ended up in custody anyway because that man was also wanted. <laughs> yeah! Score one for the home team. <laughs> Court records say that during a traffic stop Monday in Great Falls, 
Jonathan Ray Gonzalez of Box Elder, really, <laughs> told police that his name was Timothy Michael Coop Jr. Wow. That's that's one that you really pull out of your ass, isn't it? <laughs> the officers learned a <laughs> learned a man by that name was wanted in Hill County and arrested him. <laughs> Police say see, that's some karma shit, you know. <laughs> Police say a search of Gonzalez after his arrest turned up half a gram of methamphetamine <laughs> in his jacket pocket. Turned up, I just turned I, up what? I don't like meth. I just like that word, methamphetamine. <laughs> it's just a cool-sounding word, methamphetamine, in his jacket pocket. And he was charged with criminal possession of dangerous drugs. The Great Falls Tribune reports Gonzalez gave his real name on Tuesday. So a charge of issuing a false report, <laughs> the law enforcement was added. What a douchebag. Uh, Isn't it funny though? Like he, you know that Timothy Michael Coop Jr. Cause anything with Jr. that was completely pulled out yeah. of your ass. Cause people do that for some stupid reason. You know, so, <laughs> that's so funny. Here's another, here's my next douchebag. This one is just odd. Odd and funny. Pasco, Pasco teen eats sheriff's cruiser seat after being arrested. <laughs> Right? In Newport Ritchie. Perhaps 18-year-old Jesse Ray Stewart. I think what Ray in the middle name is kind of a douche, right? Jesse Ray Stewart got the wrong message with Crime Dog McGruff National take a <laughs> crime campaign. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I love it when they get clever. Yeah, I usually try to skip those, but I was already halfway deep into the <laughs> sentence. Well, the Pasco County Sheriff's Office deputy was – Taking Stewart to the Lando Lakes jail. I love it. Land O Lake. You know, like somebody was Irish trying to spell that one. <laughs> Lando Lakes jail. Isn't that, isn't that butter? Yeah. <laughs> Lando Lakes. Don't, don't drop the soap in Lando Lakes jail. <laughs> Lando Lakes jail on Sunday after he was arrested on a burglary charge. Stewart took a bite, actually several, out of the patrol car's seat. Someone had fun with this. Sheriff's. Officials say. Bite by bite, he tore through the vinyl cruiser number 2502, a 2006 Chevy Impala. Oh, those are nice Impalas, too. Exposing its fluffy filling. The sheriff's report states... It's creamy middle. (laughs) When he was done with the presumably not-so-tasty treat, he had done about $300 damage, Deputy Mark Mitchell reports. Stewart had been hitting his head on the window between the seat... And the deputy had to pull over near Moon Lake, Lando Lakes and Moon Lake. There's a lot of lakes. Where are we? Montana? No, Montana was the last one. Oh. This was in Newport Ritchie, wherever the fuck that is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is just so stupid. Uh, where is it? Hitting his head, the deputy, da, 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 Moon Lake, and, and call for backup. <laughs> Punch him in the face. Taser dude. the little fucker and you're done. Taser me, man. Or what do you say, dude? <laughs> yeah. Bro. bro yeah. Taser me, bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shortly before, deputies had closed in on Stewart after they say he broke into a couple of cars on Whitetail Lane in Newport Ritchie and Pack Lake Estates. All those sound dumb to me. I don't know why. One victim spotted the teen in one of his vehicles and scared him away. When deputies arrived and found him running in the area, they could smell alcohol in his breath. No. A report states he was slurring his speech and had difficulty with his balance. Maybe he was on methamphetamine. 
amphetamines. <laughs> Michelle wrote in an, in the initial cop burglary report. The suspect was yelling, drooling, and being uncooperative. Okay, that's more than drunk. <laughs> <laughs> drooling on yourself. In his shorts pocket, deputies found a key ring with a key. It literally says a key ring with a key. Wow, what a shock. Couldn't have just said a key. A key ring with a key, a pocket knife, and 42 cents in change, as well as a pink cellular phone, which turned out to be stolen from a vehicle in the neighborhood. Why am I, why do I know he has 42 cents in change? (laughs) Who the fuck is reporting this story? Jesus it's called dragging out a story that could have been done in like a half hour in a half paragraph. He gave his address, and being that they gave his address, I'm giving his address. <laughs> Stewart of 8745 Whispering Oak Trail, Newport Ritchie. That's 8745 <laughs> Whispering Oak Trail, Newport Ritchie. Please visit this motherfucker and just tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> is being held at the Lando Lakes Jail. <laughs> On charges of auto burglary, resisting arrest without violence, resisting arrest without violence, and criminal mischief. <laughs> I, always that. That. I always love that. Always love that. Criminal mischief. Just sounds funny. It sounds like something a Looney Tunes would do. <laughs> While Bail- the Coyote was arrested for criminal mischief. <laughs> Bail is set at ten thousand three hundred dollars, and you know if he's got parents, they're like, I'm not. No, he can stay there. Idiot. Wow. Yeah. So. I struggle getting through that one because he's such an idiot. Uh, so, so what's our joint douchebag of the week? Why don't you – you're the one that's doing the douchebag, right? Yeah, do the douchebag. <laughs> well, uh, we've only done this one other time before, and we would – To do so. Yeah. We will we – will, when we both agree that this particular person or group of people or incident itself is such a major league douchebag – that we have to both go lazy geek stamp, boom, boom. That's it. We need to buy a stamp. We too. do, yeah. And then go up to these people and just stamp it right, <laughs> right in the forehead, pop. Lazy geek. So this particular one gets that, and uh, so you may have heard of these people before, but this particular group, the Westboro Church of Kansas gets our douchebag of the week. The extremist Westboro Baptist Church of Kansas, known for protesting at military funerals, agreed to not demonstrate outside the funeral of Christina Green and Judge John Roll in exchange to get radio airtime. Uh, The extremist church had agreed not to protest outside of of them to get radio, to get airtime on two radio stations. March Phillip, a lawyer for the uh, Westboro Baptist Nutjobs, uh, uh, said that the decision was not based on outside pressure, but rather on how much publicity the church could receive. Gee, what a shocker. It's, when did a church need publicity all of a sudden? I think they get, a, a fucking church. I think they get enough on their own. Um, how many ears can we reach? This is our job. That is our goal. No shit, Sherlock. The... Kansas congregation is known for demonstrating at the funeral of U.S. soldiers arguing that their deaths are retribution by God for America's acceptance of homosexuality. The group announced that it would protest the funeral of nine-year-old shooting victim Christina Green. No, wait, repeat that last line again. Nine-year-old. Nine-year-old shooting victim Christina Ridiculous. Green scheduled for Thursday because her family was, wait for it, Catholic. 
That's it. That's it. That's the end of the line. Yeah, it's because <laughs> she was Catholic. Now, isn't Catholicism like one of the biggest, uh, biggest, uh, it has a bit of a following. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, most Latin American Their own fucking country. <laughs> most Latin American countries. Yeah. And, a lot of America. Uh, yeah. And um, Italy. A lot of Europe. A lot of Europe has um, Catholicism. So that means they would be protesting almost everyone. I want to see them protest a Hispanic funeral. I want to see that. I want to see it too. I want to see a protest an Irish funeral. Yeah, it's like it's, it's hit over the head with a whiskey. Yeah, bottle. you know, it's like going, oh yeah, <laughs> you want to protest because she's Catholic? Who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this person, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, Mexicans don't fuck around. Uh, but uh, uh, and her um, her funeral was scheduled for this past Thursday, and uh, and uh, at Roll's funeral, who's who was a federal court judge, um, scheduled for Friday. Uh, because he was a federal judge, and the sheriff felt that his colleagues on the bench had acted against the church, so they're going to protest. They wanted to protest his funeral. It also planned to picket the shopping center where the the Saturday deadly rampage took place. Yeah, because that's exactly the kind of actions that that Jesus was preaching. Yeah. is to protest funerals of people you don't agree with. Yeah, and that's that's Christian. That's very Christian too. That's very Christian. That's very Christian. Yeah. Sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's pathetic. That is the exact opposite of what a Christian is supposed to be. Exactly. Um, Arizona um, had immediately condemned um, the planned protest with legislation passing emergency measures to prohibit protesters within 300 feet of any funeral services and hundreds of the, um, and th- hundreds of Tucson residents making plans to physically shield the family, um, the victims' families from seeing protesters. Good. Yeah. Um, they should have got that fucking uh, that volunteer group that <laughs> patrols the border down in Arizona. Oh, jeez. Pop dudes in the lip. <laughs> um, that's great news, actually, said, and that's awesome, said Trevor Hill, a University of Arizona junior who was trying to coordinate groups that formed um, in the aftermath of the Westboro announcement of planned, de- uh, planned protest, referring to the cancellation. Um, uh, he said, it's unfortunate that the church members would get a platform to broadcast their views, but said that the trade-off was worth it, and he thanked the radio stations. Personally, I don't. I don't think they that would that was I think it's bullshit. Yeah. They shouldn't get fucking radio time. They shouldn't get the time of fucking day. Absolutely. Fuck these assholes, yeah. dude. This- like you are using no real quick, you're using the fucking death. The judge, okay. Still you shouldn't be fucking doing it. But to be more specific, on the death of a nine year old girl only because of the and let's be honest, she's not Catholic. <laughs> Her family is Catholic. Right. That's not even the point. It doesn't matter if she's Catholic, it doesn't matter if she's Jewish, it doesn't matter if she's a fucking Jedi. You're <laughs> not supposed to be fucking protesting people. They're fucking funeral, dude. That's the dirtiest shit I've heard in a long fucking time. And it's dude. a disgrace. And it's and the problem is is that the media gives these people press, which is why people don't like Christianity in any form. Because it's people and extremists like this that get the attention. Give them a bad name. And then everybody goes, oh, you're just a lunatic who thinks that gays is this, that, and the other thing. The Steve Sanchez show show in Phoenix and the nationally, excuse me, syndicated Mike Gallagher show out of New York both offered what Phelps called substantial airtime to the church. About six other stations did as well. And I commend the stations for that because they're like, let's just throw them a fucking bone so they don't do something so vile yeah. you know what i mean like i commend the radio stations for doing that 
But fuck this group, dude. Yeah. Stanches told the Topeka Can- um, Capital Journal that as a Christian, he is disgraced with the church's viewpoints, but believing giving a church spokesman 30 minutes of airtime to keep picketers away from Christina's funeral was worth was a worthwhile sacrifice. Of course she wants her platform, Sanchez said. I looked at it this way. I'm a grown man and I can stand 30 minutes of her. Phelps said the group had made no decision on whether it would pick in the four other victims' funeral. Um, The trip is off, she said, but it doesn't mean a future trip isn't on. Um, And what actually happened was, as a follow-up to this, was actually none, none of the people... None of the West, the borough people actually went to Arizona. They had purchased tickets to go, but none of them ever, no, none of them showed up. None of them. You know, let them, you know what? I wanted them, them to go. Let them, them come to Arizona. Everybody's got a fucking gun in Arizona. It's like mini Texas. They will be shot in the fucking face if they show up at the funeral. That is so fucked up. I guarantee the cops in Arizona would be popping some rounds <laughs> off. And this is fucked up. I, I wanted them to go down there because I wanted to see it get ugly. I wanted to see them beaten so bad that they would think twice about ever going to a funeral. I'm going to be some completely fucking honest, and it's something that I know these people don't fucking realize, because extremism is like this, where they're right. It's it, This is equivalent to burning crosses on black people's lawns. Right. It's the same fucking thing. This is equivalent to terrorism. This is terrorism. Look terrorism up in the fucking dictionary. You don't have to fly a plane into a building to be a terrorist. You just be an asshole that's using fear and intimidation to change people's viewpoints. That's a fucking terrorist. Fuck them. If I ever see anyone from that church, I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to fuck them up for everybody. Stupid, dude. I'm pissed about that shit. Yeah. And I was losing sleep about that last night because I was thinking about that getting ready for the podcast. I was so fuming when I went to bed, I couldn't fucking fall asleep. Yeah. And one of the things that, um, that people, you know, may not realize is that this is, this is, this is, should be, this shouldn't be considered a, a freedom of speech because they have the word Baptist church the words baptist church in their title does not mean that they're a church so a hate group can go ahead and do the same thing and they should be protected of freedom of speech no this is a hate group this hate missionary fred phelps and his topeka kansas followers issued a statement sunday said that thank god for the alleged shooter jared lee um lautner and plan to pick up the funerals for those attacks thank god for a violent shooter one of your soldier heroes in tucson Soldier heroes? He wasn't in even in the military. He got kicked out of JC, yeah. of a junior college. This fucking dude is a lunatic. Yeah, he's mentally fucked up. If you can literally even discuss going to a nine-year-old girl's funeral, protesting at her funeral because you don't like Catholics, <laughs> you're a sick fucking individual and should be thrown in jail. Yeah. There's freedom of speech and there's hate speech. I guarantee if they would have done that, they would have been put, tossed in the fucking jail. In in reference to uh, Green's birth date, September 11, 2001, and the 9-11 terrorist attacks, Homeboy said, God mercifully gave this nation a fair warning on 9-11, but you despise his mercies, so you get no mercy Man, woman, or child. That's how God the Avenger rolls. Yeah. These these people... That's how God the Avenger rolls. Yeah. 
Listen. <laughs> uh, there are certain people in this world that deserve to be shot in the fucking face. And it wasn't any of those people from Tucson. Yeah. It's this fucking Phelps asshole. Yeah. Fuck this douchebag shit. I'm going to talk about something that's so fucking cool. Well, it's not it's cool because cool. it's kind of a tragic story. It is a tragic but, story, but. Yeah. But it's like, it really shows this hope. You know, because you hear that douchebag shit and you're like, there's no hope for the species. We're all going to die. And then you hear this shit and you're reminded why shit is cool, like why you should still live here. (laughs) (laughs) So um, save my brother first. The last thing, 13-year-old boy in Australia says, we all know about the floods in Australia and horrible shit's going on in Australia. I mean, the whole place is flooded. Like, it's not even funny. Once in a a century's. Flooding. Yeah. It's a natural thing. Unfortunately, our dwellings that we build there are not natural, so they get swept away. Um, just to sum it up, I don't, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Jordan Rice was trapped on top of his house. Water's everywhere, flood water's everywhere. It's him and his brother, his little brother. And when the rescue people came, he said, no, take my brother first. And then the Justin Rice ended up dying. The waters overtook him in a car, actually, overtook him, and, and he passed away. This kid did not know how to swim, and he already had an extreme fear of water. But he still said, no, take my little brother first. This dude is all over Australian newspapers right now. Not only Australia, everywhere. And he should be. This is what humanity should be. Huh. Should be this good. That is pure, unadulterated good yeah there's nothing that kid is a hero forever you know the, the, he can't ever be tarnished at all that's like a perfect kid i mean it's sad to, it's sad that he passed away but really i mean he's he's the epic person of the freaking universe forever in my eyes this is actually he's actually listed lazy geeks epic person of the week so we gave him his stamp for the unadulterated courage that he showed to save his brother first even though at the risk of his own life, and his mother also passed away in that um, in that flooding too, and all that's left, I believe, is their older brother and their father. And I I can actually I know it's only January, but I can actually see at the end of this year he's still top because this is just this right here really puts it into perspective that not everything in the world is shit. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it looks that way because that's, that's what gets ratings, you know, so it's all over the news. But this is just, you know, how it goes out to the family, goes out to the kids. And uh, I hope the little brother, you know, realizes the sacrifice that was made, you know, for his for him to go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Get me upset. <laughs> OK, I want to finish now. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, I guess um, I guess it's about time for us to head out now. This was uh, a little bit of a long podcast. A long podcast. A lot of a lot of tragedy in this one. A lot of just fucked up shit. Hence why I titled this one. What the oh, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hopefully next week could just be about video games and movies yeah. and we can move away from this shit. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Let it be a good week so we can just sit there and, you know, talk about hot chicks and video games and George. Yeah. And George Lucas, do something stupid so we can comment. on. Yeah. yeah. I'm more comfortable with hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So uh, before we head out, we want to remind you all that um, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We do uh, post daily on uh, both of those as well as seeing uh, as uh, seeing the website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, most of the song on this podcast was done by uh, Kevin McLeod, with the exception of the Mario skit. Uh, that just about does it for us. So uh, please make sure to comment on this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. The good, the bad, the sexy, and the ridiculous. If you have any comments or ideas for future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So until next week, peace out! Mm-hmm. <laughs>